previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. I realized that my true calling was naked house cleaning. I just, and I thought, can I make money from this? Can I actually do this? And I mean, I basically followed in Oprah's footsteps and became an entrepreneur. But I want to brag, but you know. Not her exact footsteps. (laughs) (laughs) So I decided, hey, let me see if I can do this. And I just started putting ads up on this website and I started getting hits and it just took off from there. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. This is a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's kind of like this summer's World Cup, but with less dribbling in the box. (laughs) My name's Miranda Kane and you can catch me riding Putney Bridge to Bushy on the London Underground any day of the week. And I'm Bibi Lynch and yes, I've actually seen a couple making the sweet love on the tube. You can check out our blogs at metro.co.uk, Good Sex, Bad Sex. Coming up, we're chatting to the author Kerry McKegney. Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the author of the erotic novel, Tubing. So, BB, do you read erotic thrillers? Uh, what? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's late at night. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. It's a full moon. Oh, what a lovely detail. Isn't it lovely? Yeah. And you're cracking open a book. Do you get yourself out an erotic thriller? I wouldn't read um, a hard copy um, erotic thriller when I was a kid we had we didn't have many books at home we were that poor like we just uh, you know my family, my parents you know anyway but we had a book called The Six Fingered Stud <gasps> oh my god oh my god and I remember when I was a child just kind of fingering that if, if you don't mind and then at school we'd get books and we'd kind of pass them around on the, on the, on the, oh, the like saucy like the Judy Bloom kind exactly of exactly on the... the saucy page yeah. so um, I am a fan I think the written work can be sexy as hell yeah. but I'm more like to read it online but I've started reading this book mm. and it's fantastic what about you are you a fan of the yeah I, I love a bit of literotica I love mm. I quite like reading I, I find that that helps I get more mental images from that way so it's it's yeah. quite good, and then I, I I'll also like I like a good storyline, BB. Oh, do you? Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Just I don't know. It's just it, it keeps you interested, and I'm a bit tired of all these like you know when you just have two people they just fancy each other straight away. So I'm quite interested that this is an erotic thriller rather yeah. than just yeah just plain old sex. Yeah. But it's really good sex. Ooh, let's find out. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. <laughs> Quickly tell us what the premise of your novel Tubing is. So it's about an underground phenomenon called tubing where people are setting up um, sexual liaisons on the tube and kind of doing it amongst the crowded <sighs> carriages. Know. and um, But it, that's the kind of premise of the novel, but it, it turns into a thriller. Very erotic start. And then so builds like up into a thread. on the underground. That's where the name Tubing came from. <laughs> <laughs> it is talking on the underground. Is it true? Is it real? I don't think so. But the oh, more the both of us oh, sat back there. No, <laughs> well, the more people I talk to, if, if I ever mention to anyone, they'll say, Oh, my friend did that, or mm. you know, I know somebody who did that. So I don't know if maybe I just accidentally came across something. <laughs> so what is tubing? Then? Yeah, so so they're setting up meetings via Twitter. Okay. And, hashtag um, tubing? It's hashtag tubing, but then it's um, whatever the tube station is. You know, it's part of the game. You kind of get on the 
the carriage and you kind of know which carriage you're going on, but you don't know, really know what the person looks like. Yeah. And um, you're just trying to, that's part of the game, trying to find them. And They post a tweet saying, um, yeah. female searching for man. Yes. And then they'll... Tottenham Court Road. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll say things like, wear a pink top. <gasps> or you've got a pink top. <laughs> <laughs> on right now <laughs> how did you know <laughs> i know everything <laughs> then they you know kind of find each other and then they you know and they fuck on the tube well <laughs> make sweet love <laughs> like try not to be an animal <laughs> um <laughs> beyond my ken I <laughs> that's kind of the idea is it on empty tubes or is it in the it, no no well you know when they're actually having full sex it's mm. usually an empty tube mm. but the kind of the rubbing up and down and the oh, there's blowjobs in front of other people <gasps> and because the other body because London is so bustling the yeah yeah well that, that's the beauty see. of it because yeah. you know everybody is head height yeah. whereas all this is going on at waist height yeah. so if you know if you're on a packed train and there are bodies all around you yeah you can't unless you're looking directly down you can't really see what's going on so I so want this to be true that was so the I'm halfway through the book okay. absolutely loving it like, absolutely okay. loving it lots of breaks Miranda if you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of appreciation um, <laughs> is this your first novel yes yeah <gasps> why did you go for a sexy one I know it's a thriller as well um, because I really wanted to write a thriller and um, I was on I was on a tube train, and I thought I saw it happen. <gasps> yeah, and that's where the idea came from. Sorry about that. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being subtle. <laughs> She's pretends it's for a TFL ad, but it's not. Right. Um, no, I, I. It wasn't basically. It was basically it was a couple, mm. but it. But from from where I was, I was kind of sitting, and I could see through the crowd, and I could see the guy kind of put his hand back, and he kind of ran up under her skirt and I, I was just watching and I just thought what if those were strangers what is going on a couple? And, um, and she just didn't even react to it she was just totally still silent face didn't change yeah. and so I just yeah you just my brain just started let your wandering thinking I saw hmm. a couple doing it on a train at London Bridge. Wow. A stationary train actually having sex. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, you mean you watched and waited to see a couple do it? <laughs> I, was, I didn't know what to do with myself. I dropped my laptop earlier in the day, and to be honest, my thoughts were more on that. But then I did see, and then people knocking on the door, I'm like, were furious because they were. What were they doing? They were actually was on top of him. Boffing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. On the chair. Yeah. God, it just seems it just seems impractical for me. Like, it just seems room for not more much room. on top. <laughs> if only it were a bus. Um, <laughs> You get fined for everything on the tube yeah, as well these yeah. days. So to get away with that, it's great. Well, yeah. Do you find yourself Imagine. doing research, like riding the circle line late at night? Or no, anything? but so I did can... look on Google quite a lot and yeah. there's a lot of porn. <laughs> well, welcome to the... It's called the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is quite a lot on there. Um, but on subways. Oh, really? Oh, so much, so much. This it's a genre. Yeah, completely. Genre? And there's, you know, especially in Japan... I like, and really busy trains, yeah. you know, full on. So you found like yourself cameras held down low. Wow. Yeah, filming it. Yeah. So you were watching a lot of porn on your sofa. Yeah. <laughs> For research purposes, and then you just let your yeah, and then just yeah, just kind of for the first couple of scenes, it was quite easy. You just kind of let your mind wander, and you know, but then off because there are so many sex scenes at the start. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, then I need to do a bit of research. Did you surprise out. yourself at how filthy you are? 
Yeah, I really did. I really, I, you know, I am not the type of person that wrote this book. Honestly, <laughs> I'm really not, and I'm, I'm a bit scared, right, about when people I know read it because, <laughs> but they're not actually going to believe that I wrote it. Oh, why I'm not, not? that person because I'm just like single mom living in a nice village, taking my children to school. Yeah, I, I'm not the person that writes filthy novels. No, but you dragged this out then. <laughs> that was there. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like I've, you know. I've got something out that needed to come out. <laughs> you said um, when we emailed a little bit about this that you found writing the book empowering. Yeah. What, in what way? Um, I suppose just because, A, it was the porn thing. Like, you know, I've never watched porn. Like, right. honestly. What? I know. And then, so, so you, kind of, you kind of start researching this stuff and you suddenly, I don't, I don't know, it kind of, yeah, you just, you, you just start to... I guess realise there's a whole other world out there that you haven't really thought about. So did you kind of start thinking that actually watching porn is okay for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. At first, when I was, you know, I think I come from a, a family where that kind of thing is, you know, oh, no, Catholics. No, no you're... <laughs> Oh, that is, yeah. yeah. I think being a Catholic and a woman <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah. definitely... Absolutely, you don't watch porn. Yeah. Um, so... You star in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit of Hessian. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was quite empowering. And also, you know, just, you know, actually, you know, you do have these thoughts and you just kind of... I just put them down on paper. Yeah. And it was a, it was a great thing to do. And I, I like it because I, I, I have been reading it and it's not just sexy sexy novel like you said it is a thriller and the what i get really tired of in a lot of um books that have got a sexy female mm. character or you know there's sex involved is the the female character is always very much an empty protagonist yeah and there's always like oh she fell in love with the guy and she couldn't t say why and the guy fell in love with her and there was no reason for it yeah but she's actually very complex yeah. isn't she she's yeah. got a whole background to her mm -hmm. and so um so where did that kind of come from and what made you go do you know what this isn't just going to be yeah I, I wanted to write an unlikable character I didn't want her to be this beautiful heroine who mm. falls in love with a guy on a train I didn't mm. want that I wanted her to um be quite empty yeah and you know seemingly having everything she wants but there's just something missing and it's that looking for you know some kind of excitement something to kind of you know fill her up a little bit so she to give her, you know, whatever you need in life to really spur you on. Because, you know, she's just so flat. She's, you know, she has her issues with food and that's kind of been dealt with and it's kind of been controlled by her boyfriend to a certain extent. So she's lost that element. And, you know, it's, it's you know, alcohol, cigarettes, you know, food, <laughs> sex. Do you know what I mean? You're always, yeah. you know, looking for something. And I think the other thing about her as well is, like, she has this quite complex relationship with her mother and a lot of that is to do with with sex and her mother's thoughts on sex. I imagined her mother as an incredibly Catholic mother. And um, and so she gets to... She's kind of been put in her place with that. Mm. And so by doing what she's doing, she gets to pretend that she's something completely... And just be kind of maybe a little bit of what she wants to be. And just... And it's a game, isn't it? It's like you're pretending. You're, you're going outside your life and... So you're saying yeah. there's this woman who's a bit constrained with a Catholic mother. Yeah. She flies off into flights of fantasy about sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there any... Oh, I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. Is there any... Um... <laughs> Seriously, I've, I've never done tubing. <laughs> <laughs> right about what you know. <laughs> yes. All I'm saying. <laughs> you said as well that you um, it made you look at sex differently. Yeah. I just think, 
you know, the Catholic mother, the Catholic father. Well, actually, not a Catholic mother, Protestant mother, Catholic father. Um, but, it, you know, it's very kind of... I'm of that generation that's kind of quite restrained about sex. You know, my parents are from Ireland, so it's very... Yeah. Our attitudes to sex, but, you know, we're not very good. And I just, I just think it actually just kind of freed me up quite a lot. It just kind of made me think, well... You know, there's nothing wrong with writing about sex. There's nothing wrong with talking about sex. Mm. And, yeah, just... And, and the porn thing was, you know, before I'd be like, oh, porn's disgusting, you know, turn it off. Whereas actually you start to watch it and you kind of think, actually, <laughs> this is quite interesting. Yeah. When, when you were writing the sex scenes, how do you keep it away from cliché? Mm. Yeah, it's really hard not to do that. And often what would happen is I'd write a scene and it's full of clichés and then you kind of pan back and you just get rid of them all. Yeah, when you're trying to think of words to use, is hard member. I know, and it's and, and you, but, <laughs> see, I can't even do it. <laughs> but then you don't want to be too graphic. You don't want to be yeah. too biological. Yeah, because then that's just not sexy at all. What are you going to do if this actually becomes a phenomenon? If people copyright this <laughs> and they start doing it? Well, I've you know most reviews it has said, is this a thing? Yeah. Is this real? I like to think that I haven't started this. I like to think that it was already there and I just gave it a <laughs> I name. I can't be blamed for nothing. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I want this to be the thing that I'm it's like this. <laughs> My legacy. It's, it's like Dice Man, you know? Firm on the, on the oh, northern know, line floor. Don't, don't. I was responsible for that. <laughs> not me, I don't have a sperm. <laughs> not anymore. Not since Cock Fosters. <laughs> Stop with it. <laughs> but there is, a, I mean, there is quite a possibility. Like the Dice Man, people could read it and go, right, I'm going to start off and go on Twitter and use mm. use the hashtag mm. tubing. Mm. And mm. if anyone's yeah. by East Finchley, then uh, meet <laughs> yeah. you on Carriage 3. Um, <laughs> but would you, do you think you'd sort of go and watch or like, would you be intrigued if like... Um, I, don't, I don't know if I would. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Um, it's it's a weird one because like I wrote it, but I'm not sure it would be my thing. <laughs> it was more just I loved I just loved the idea of of you know creating the main character Sebastian and yeah. then um, just him in his all powerful way, kind of you know being her downfall. I, I really liked that. So it was you know it was it's almost like tubing's a little bit of a vehicle yeah. <laughs> for yeah. the um, for the novel really. Let's talk about sex on the tube. If people were to read the book and go, I want to have sex on the tube, let's talk about where and when might that be possible. The first thing I'd probably say is it is probably definitely illegal. <laughs> so oh. I'm not sure. I'd, or do it with a policeman. I'd want, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'd want to, you know. Encourage it fully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of porn and it's it's happening on really busy trains and there's another very strange thing that's going on in the tube at the moment in london and it's like and it's on these porn sites and it's basically where women are kind of wearing very short skirts and then kind of taking their knickers off in busy trains and then kind of sitting with their legs open to see if anyone notices oh so it's it's kind of how do you know that i saw it on that was fun. I saw it off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You should, you should have a look. Really look closely when you're on the tube. You've seen that in real life? No, not in real life. I saw it on this porn site. Okay. Yeah. And it's, you know, but there's there's lots and lots of these videos. And it's, it seems to be a bit of a thing. Just the women taking down their pants and sort of keeping it round their ankles? No, 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 no. Taking them off. Uh, I okay. feel self-conscious uh, putting lipstick on on a tube, let alone getting... <laughs> 
getting your pants babies off. <laughs> yeah. um, the tube thing's interesting, isn't it, Miranda? Because mm. it's your books about sex on the tube. We've discovered and established that people can do it on the tube. People are taking their knickers off on the tube. It seems to be a very kind of um, natural environment for it. Is it the tube train thing? Do you think it's the tube tunnel thing? Train tunnel. Oh, yeah. Like dark and enclosed warm space. I guess it's, for me, the idea was because they're so busy Mm. and you're so cramped. So it's like having sex in public, but no one can see. Exactly. Eye level is up. Yeah, exactly. It's that idea of it being hidden underneath, underneath the crowds. That was the thing that got my imagination going. Producer Sam's obsessed with um, books now Fisting. Fisting. <laughs> fisting. And then A, fisting. See <laughs> what happened to B. Thank you, Paul Lester. <laughs> D, that books being very popular, the e-books now. Hmm. And you can kind of get away with reading or listening to anything, can't you, without and someone in front of you, you know, seeing what you're listening to or, you know, knowing what's going on. Hmm. Did that help you when you were writing? Did you have that in mind when you were writing? Not really at all. That I mean, that thought never occurred to me that, you know... People would be reading on the tube, kind of hiding when they're reading it. Um, But I was very aware of the fact that, you know, when you're on the tube, everyone is looking at their phone or they are reading paper or they are listening to music. And, it, you know, you know what it's like when you look at your phone. You kind of zone off and you're not, you know, you could be somewhere else you're not in that place anymore so that that kind of helps the so whole anything could be going on yeah exactly you know you know if, you, if I think about when I look at my phone sometimes I'm so absorbed in what I'm looking at, I have no idea what's going on if there's any budding writers what about that if there's any mm. budding authors wanting to write a sexy novel do you mm. have any tips um just write whatever really captures your imagination like you've got to be just so into it and just really excited by it. Otherwise, it, you know, otherwise you won't be able to put that kind of passion and enthusiasm behind it to make it, to make it so work. So when people write and they say the characters kind of took them on the journey, so actually yeah. you had the idea of the book, but actually in the end it went a whole, whole different route. Yeah. Did that happen with this? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's, it was so weird because um, often I'd kind of come home at night and I'd be having dinner with my partner and I'd... I'd literally start sentences going you'll never guess what happened to Polly today oh, and it's like she no. was so in my head and she was so alive yeah and I'd be so excited and I think tomorrow Polly's gonna you know do this and that and it, it they just you know I've until I wrote this novel I never really was into that idea but they just they take you over slightly and it's not like you become them it's just like they're a really good friend and yeah. <laughs> you're really excited about what's going to happen to them and you know they're telling you all this stuff and it's you should be worried, though, as well. Where I'm at in the book, I'm worried about Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at? I'm at? Am I allowed to say? Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I'm at... Um, there's been a funeral. Oh, OK, right, yeah. So there's yeah, been a yeah. funeral. Oh, you're, you're about to hit her yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I thought I was already... Oh, no. I thought I was already there. No. Oh, no, I've just gone to the cricket. <laughs> oh, um, no, you've got, some, you've got some good stuff coming. Yeah. Before oh. the downfall. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and not just a hole in one. That's not even cricket. That's not even. I'm so sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> You're on a second novel already? I am, yes. Yes. And that's going to be about polyamory. Oh. Yeah. Thriller. Polly starring in it again. <laughs> no, it's a thriller about a kind of three way relationship. And it's, it's, it's looking at polyamory in non monogamous relationships in a very positive way rather than. 
ripping it to shreds so everyone does. We've had so. uh, we've had people talk about polyamory yeah. on this very podcast. Have if you? anyone would yeah. like to go back and subscribe and download that one. I'm hoping I'm going to turn it on its head a bit and give it a bit more of a positive spin. Well, has this affected your sex life, being able to yeah. write about it? Yeah, you... I suppose it has, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I think I'm much more open now. I think I was quite, yeah, quite closed off and quite prudish at times, but actually I think I'm... I'm much more open. As, open as to, like if someone was wanted to try a new thing or are you open to to talking about it a bit more? And... Much more open to talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is, is whenever I tell anyone about the novel, people suddenly open up to me and they start telling me all kinds of interesting stories about, you know, if they've had sex in public or, you know one person on a train <laughs> you know conversations that I never would have had with people so do you think it's actually quite a nice thera- not therapeutic but just a nice way if you if you're feeling like you want to sexually explore yourself and other people maybe sitting down and writing about sex might be a nice yeah, way to start yeah yeah definitely i really think it is i think it's it kind of forces you to really think about it mm. and i think you know a lot of people don't mm. you know we're surrounded by sex but you know to really think about you know as a woman what you actually really really want yeah. rather than you know what people think you want i think that's a really important thing because you know i was thinking about polly and i was thinking about you know what does polly want to get out of this what mm. does yeah it just opens your mind up a little bit Thanks very much to Kerry McKegney. Check her out on Twitter at K-A-M-C-K. I'm spelling it out. E-A-G-N-E-Y. So tubing. BB, do you reckon that's going to be dogging for Y2K? Honestly, I mean, I don't know what Sadiq Khan's going to do about this. Is there a TFL <laughs> legislation happening about this? Do we have to pay extra on the oyster? I'm happy. I'm happy to. <laughs> Honestly, it got me all, you know. Are you tapped in? I, excuse me? <laughs> Yes, and when I um, came on the tube today, um, I did do a little looking around. Ooh. Yeah, I know, and I saw you, you filthy. <laughs> My name is BB Lynch. And I'm Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham. And please check out our articles on metro.co.uk. We're going to be writing about all our guests and more online. See you next week for Good Sex, Bad Sex. Hold up. 